The Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Hello and welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Miles Danhausen, writer and editor for the Peninsula Pulse and Door County Living. And today we're going to get the chance to talk about what I think is one of the more interesting developments of the last decade in Door County, and that's the rebirth of Bailey's Harbor as a hopping town destination, kind of thriving commercial space from what it was like, and, and it's, it's so quickly been ingrained in our head of what it is now, but, you know, 10 years ago, it was anything but, and especially 15 years ago. So here to join me on the podcast today by phone is Ben Jones, a Gibraltar graduate who has done some freelance writing for us here at Door County Living and for the Peninsula Pulse over the last couple of years. Ben, thanks for calling in. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Welcome to the podcast. Where are you uh, talking to us from right now? So I currently live in Madison. Okay. You know, I, I grew up in Door County and still consider it home. And my parents still have a home in uh, kind of outside of Sister Bay, but Madison is home base these days. And your dad, uh, Gary Jones, also has written for us over the years and was my high school English teacher and uh, probably a big reason I went into writing. He uh, gave me some early inspiration when I was a 14, 15, 16 year old kid and pointed me in the right direction in a lot of ways. Also was my high school journalism teacher. Probably was your high school English and journalism teacher. <laughs> yeah, he was my teacher, and that, that always makes things kind of interesting. There's sort of nowhere to hide, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, your dad's your teacher. So, no, but it was, it was great. And Gibraltar, as you know, it's, it's, it's really a great school. So I, I feel myself really fortunate to have been able to uh, attend that school and grow up in North County. And then, you know, after you finished at Gibraltar, you worked for a long time, full-time in, in the newspaper world, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, sort of the bulk of my years working for a company called Gannett. It's a big newspaper company that owns papers across the country. Their, their flagship is USA Today. They own many community newspapers, many, many small and mid-sized dailies. So I, I worked for kind of their Wisconsin papers. I worked for the Appalachian Post Crescent. And then for a number of years, I was kind of a Madison-based reporter for the collective Wisconsin group, as well as a, a correspondent for USA Today. Okay. And now you do a combination of things, right? You do some freelance writing, you do some, a lot of photography. So do you, you bounce, you travel around a fair amount, right? I do. Yeah. For the last couple of years, I've been kind of carving out my own, you know, living through working with destinations on kind of content projects. I do, you know, a lot of photography and some, some written content as well. So I, I do a lot of work uh, everywhere from you know, kind of northern Wisconsin. I've done some some projects in Door County, a, a lot in kind of other areas of the state, like southern Wisconsin, southeast Wisconsin, places like that. Okay. Well, I was really happy you were willing to take on a few projects for us over the last couple of years, particularly this one, because I think when I was looking at this story on the the kind of change in Bailey's Harbor. You, you can't write that story without having some background in it and knowing where it came from and really like knowing where the county has come from to take on a, a story like that. And, you know, you being the Gibraltar graduate, a Sister Bay kid, and obviously like a great writer and reporter, I was really glad you hopped on this one. And I guess to start this conversation, when I'm talking about the rebirth of Bayless Harbor, a lot of people don't, don't know that backstory. So 
I guess what was your you're you're a few years older than me. What was the Bailey's Harbor that you knew that when you grew up here in Door County? You can describe it. Yeah. Well, I, you know, a lot of people have always kind of saw this as a sleepier side of Door County, and I, I think you know that that was fairly accurate. You know, it's always been a obviously a strikingly beautiful place. You know, with wonderful access to the waterfront and also some of the sort of iconic Door County, the things that you seek out when you're in Door County, like Cana Island and the mm-hmm. ridges. But that said, it was also kind of the fast way north. Like you'd take <laughs> 57 to save a little time over 42 if you were, if your end destination was a place like Sister Bay or Ellison Bay. Absolutely. <laughs> so you could kind of dust through some of these villages, some of these towns along the way and it's always been i think it's always kind of had its own identity i mean there was a grade school there for many years it was kind of like like sister bay school it sort of was absorbed into uh the mothership and fish creek but it also you know had a car dealership back in the day and you know the movie theater was was vibrant yeah the movie theater it's crazy to think of bailey's harbor with a movie theater and that's only like 10 12 years ago that that was torn down i think it it seems like ancient history like it never could have been, mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I mean, so it had stuff like that. So it almost had a little bit of the same sort of identity you might find in other small towns elsewhere in Wisconsin, where they would kind of have these sort of key, you know, kind of touchstone businesses. And obviously, Bailey's Harbor, you know, has a maritime history that stretches back to its founding. And commercial fishing and uh, was, has always been integral to the place. And... You know, certainly if you're in the waters off of Bailey's Harbor, there's shipwrecks that that sort of are part of that. That's, you know, not that necessarily commercial fishing, but some of the early schooners and whatnot that that ran into trouble out there. So, yeah, it's always had, uh, you know, I think a very distinct kind of maritime feel to Mm -hmm. me that more so than maybe some other places, I think. They're by the water, but, but sort of less of that sort of working port feel. You know, for the longest time, if you, you know, you'd refer to it as the quiet side. And then there was a stretch when local market a- agencies or the, the, the community association and the businesses would be like, don't call us the quiet side. We're like, we don't want to be, you know, we mm-hmm. want people to come here. And then now yeah. maybe it's like, hey, can you call us the quiet side again? So people don't come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you got the story, you started talking to people. What was the... What did you hear from business owners and, and residents as you started talking to them about this this change in Bailey's Harbor? Well, I think a couple of things. I mean, I think, number one, there's really a vibrancy and an energy in Bailey's Harbor. You can sort of, it's easy to get nostalgic about maybe the loss of the movie theater, but there are so many new things that are happening, new restaurants and new sort of reasons for people to seek Bailey's Harbor out. Some of the the scenes that you'll see on the street where it's not, you know, like I said, back in the day, you would sort of drive through it. You might see someone out there stopping off the hardware store. But now you'll see, you know, young people gathering and people eating food, truck food. And mm-hmm. and it's it's really like, let's go to Bailey's Harbor. Yeah. So I, I think that's, that's one big change. It's not just a place where you might go for a service or, or just pass through. It's a place if you're in Denver County, you want to stay in that area, you want to visit that area. And I think there are new entrepreneurs that are saying, mm, this is, a, this is a, a thing with some new energy that we want to be part of. There's opportunity here. And so I think that that overall kind of feel is something that is exciting to see and, you know, kind of a, a new thing, I guess, if you will, to be able to start. Yeah, there's definitely like a street vibrancy and street pedestrian traffic 
thing in Bailey's Harbor that's that's really you know for me as somebody who works here every day at the Pulse offices, you know when you go and walk down the street, it's nice to see people, right? It's nice to see people out front mm-hmm. of the the brewery having a beer or in front of the coffee shops or down the street at the food truck court, bringing some life to the street, which I think has happened throughout a lot of Door County, but Bailey's Harbor was kind of early with that with the with the brewery mm-hmm. seven eight years ago. Some perspective for the listeners, like our Pulse office moved here from Ephraim in, I think it was 2010, I want to say, when we bought what was the Frogtown Framing Building, and Bailey's Harbor was pretty desolate then. The Associated Bank just closed out of the recession and mm-hmm. never reopened, and Savour, a restaurant, had closed. The Sandpiper was being sold to make way for the Ridges Nature Center, but there was kind of... You know, people had their doubts about whether coming out of the recession, if you were going to raise enough money to build that center. So was that just going to sit empty? What used to be a a restaurant, the grocery store had closed. So people were complaining about not having a grocery store in town. There were a lot of empty places. And then a lot of places that used to be open year round were now just summer places. So in the winter and really for eight or nine months a year, it was really quiet here. And then I guess, did you in talking to people laying that as a groundwork did people identify like what a maybe what was the turning point when did it start to come back around to what it is today yeah i i think certainly and maybe some of these things follow economic trends if you look at kind of you know the difficult economic times nationally that happened you know in like 2008 and i think that there was kind of a bounce out of out of those i'm no economist <laughs> but i i think that my sense is that maybe in like the last 10 years to 15 years, things really caught steam kind of out of those those difficult times. And there's been an acceleration, not just as obvious to anybody who spent any time in Dora County, certainly coming out of the pandemic. That's just been, there was a fire that was burning and things have really taken off. And so I, I think that some of that energy too has sort of given additional sort of fuel on, on the things that have been happening in, in Davis Harbor. You know, you, you mentioned the, a fire burning, and it just made me think of this in terms of like a forest fire. Um, you know, when you have a big <laughs> thriving forest and then it gets old and you get the old growth and the fire comes in and, you know, it, it's sad because it burns it to the ground, but then that opens the, the door to, to new life and new plants and new trees and a new forest to grow. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, the recession, in a lot of ways throughout the county, but particularly Billy's Harbor, you know, that recession brought prices down brought opportunity for, you know, some old blood businesses to turn over into younger business owners with new ideas, whether it be, you know, you saw a lot of it in Sister Bay, but in Bailey's Harbor in particular, you know, you have Paul Solom takes over the cornerstone, the Associated Bank dies, but Todd Helene comes in and opens Lakeshore Adventures and eventually invests a lot more in that property. JR from Chives buys the old common house and Savour building. And you have a changeover at the gas station and they had a bunch of new products and you know, people, sometimes when you're in it, and I was, I've been guilty of this in other businesses and even at the Pulse of like, you start to fall into what you are and you stop thinking about what you could be. And that happens in businesses all over. And I think maybe that was happening in Door County. And then this, you know, that recession that you, you mentioned, it, it just kind of cleared the decks in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think another kind of trend coming into this is, I think all these things are kind of interconnected, but I think more and more Dora County has become a place that younger people want to make a go at living there. You know, in the nineties, you know, when I look at like my high school class, there were 
certainly people who deep family ties and they saw a future there. I mean, Todd Alina is a great example of the great yeah. story of the entrepreneurship that he's done. He's done some great things right into our county. Then there are others like me that just sort of like headed off and found, went to school somewhere else and got a job somewhere else and joined the ranks of the Door County Visitor. And I think back in, in those days, certainly it was, there were some challenges if you didn't have like those family networks to sort of come to Door County when, you know, the, the social networks were maybe a little bit different decades ago. <laughs> and now, I mean, you, Door County is a place where you can go to a coffee shop or uh, it's a place where everything is not closed <laughs> in the wintertime. Right. It's a place where there's all kinds of vibrant art and music, and you'll find things in Dora County as a young person that you won't find in a city somewhere else. It's been almost flipped, I think, a bit. And obviously, the, the natural beauty and the for people that love the outdoors is such a remarkable place. So I think for young pe younger people, younger adults, and somebody that's in their 20s or 30s or in 40s, it's a place that people want to make a go at moving there and living there and experiencing that life. It's not just a place where people retire or, mm -hmm. or do their retirement business fantasy. We've seen that. <laughs> yeah, that's we so, see a lot of that. Close. We don't. Yeah, we all want to start, you know, we everybody wants to do something someday, you know, and I, I don't want to take anything away from those dreams, too. But, you know, I, I think that like those younger entrepreneurs, seeing them come in or and, and the people that just want to work and, and be part of some of these new businesses. Now, of course, there's some challenges to living in York County, too, that have accelerated as well. Some of the housing challenges. And so mm -hmm. that was certainly something that people talked to me, too, as part of the Bailey's Harbor story. Yeah. What did they say along those lines? What were you hearing from business owners? Well, I think that the housing challenge that York County faces, you know, it's not, first of all, it's not unique to York County. I mean, I, I do work all over the state, certainly, and, and beyond. And it's something that you will hear people talk about in northern Wisconsin and southern Wisconsin and Minnesota. But I think it's especially acute in Door County. Some of the challenges are are really great. You know, obviously the explosion in, in sort of, you know, Airbnbs and, and people purchasing vacation homes. And, you know, I own a cabin in northern Wisconsin, so I'm, I'm, I see both sides of it. You know, yeah. it's. People want to have an escape. But that said, I think a lot of when I look at some of the places that would have been homes that somebody just would have lived in mm -hmm. as just sort of a, a resident of Dora County, how those homes have become vacation destinations. I never would have dreamed as a kid that some of the, you know, that a house, some quiet back street in a place like Davis Harbor or Sister Bay would be this sought after vacation home. And it is now. Yeah. People value, I think that younger travelers, I think they value, this is just some, sort of my opinion, but I think they really value it like a place like Bailey's Harbor, the ability to walk. It mm -hmm. goes now that there's a brewery and there's restaurants, you just like to leave your, you, you drive every day of your life, like to get to work. You drive hours to get, get to Dora County. You know, you, you love to just, park the car and be able to walk to things. And so, again, I think all this stuff is kind of interconnected, but I think some of the housing stock has, has been obviously vacuumed up by some of these different trends in travel. The Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Medical Center. Are you looking for a job with excellent benefits, culture, and potential for advancement through tuition reimbursement programs? Door County Medical Center is hiring. For more than 75 years, Door County Medical Center has been the leader in health and wellness for Door and Kiwani counties. Their integrated medical center provides a wide range of specialties, including primary care, behavioral health, general surgery, the Women and Children's Center, the Door Orthopedic Center, the Door County Cancer Center, and more. To join the team, 
Apply today at dcmedical.org slash careers. You know, and that is one of those things, particularly in Bailey's Harbor, like you mentioned, even seven years ago when I was looking for a house, when we were, my wife and I were looking at moving back here, we looked at a few in Bailey's Harbor and there were, I think, I, I think we probably looked at five houses in this like core few blocks of Bailey's Harbor. And so like Bailey's Harbor is interesting because unlike Egg Harbor, it actually has like a sort of residential community feel of like, you mm-hmm. know, probably two or three blocks off of the highway of just neighborhood around where mm-hmm. the old school used to be and everything. And then there's even more up the bluff there. But there were a bunch of, of houses there in that either 150 to $300,000 range. And mm-hmm. now when you walk around, I think of the five that I looked at, four of them are vacation rentals. And those all were like wow. the, the kind of starter home, single family housing stock. And mm-hmm. the only one that's not is one that Jackson Parr bought and rents out to a year round resident, thank, thankfully. But like, and those are just the ones I looked mm-hmm. at. There's also several more. One that was a business when we were looking. And so what that does, I, I was thinking of what Bailey's Harbor used to be. And that is one thing it had is like a kind of dense neighborhood of kids. Whereas growing up in Egg Harbor, we were a little more rural. And I was always kind of jealous of those towns like Sister Bay and Bailey's Harbor, where it was so easy to get a basketball game together or a football game, which is mm-hmm. basically how I predicated happiness as a kid. But the <laughs> that that has been lost. And you talk to several business owners as well. It was interesting in some of the comments that, you know, they like the success. They're happy to have business, right? Like it, it's a, the dichotomy across the county of like, we want the business, we need the money. We've always wanted a little more shoulder season business, like that extra five or 10%. So, you know, everything was more sustainable and livable and not such a grind. But mm-hmm. you talk to people who saw some, you know, some downsides to it too, of losing that quiet yeah. community. Yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a, it's a challenge and there aren't a lot of easy answers to this, unfortunately, you know, development brings its own challenges too in some of these places. And I, again, I'm not a developer, but when I've kind of looked at what the the lay of the land is with real estate, and again, I think this mirrors elsewhere, there's so little inventory to Mm -hmm. anything that you sort of add to the housing stock again. (laughs) <laughs> you'll have another Airbnb. So how do you sort of solve that problem? I think that's one of the, you know, there's certainly there are a lot of people that are working on this issue and thinking about this issue. But I think that's that's one of the, the biggest challenges, I guess, going forward for the county um, and for Bailey Harbor and beyond, because these aren't just businesses. These are people and people's lives and residents, and they need to make a go to support all of this and to support themselves. So an affordable place to live and making sure that people don't have to drive, you know, an hour for a job in Bailey's Harbor is really important. You know, backtracking a little bit when you were talking about how more young people are coming back to the community and and making a go of it versus, you know, maybe in the 1990s and things like that. And it made me think, I'm curious what your take on this growing up was when you were in high school up here. Were you, I guess I should preface this by saying like when I was in high school, I never thought I was going to be living in Door County. I wanted to get out. And I think all of my siblings were the same way. We all wanted to go to college somewhere else and go to a big city and get out of Door County. I'm the one who came back. <laughs> and that seemed in my cohort of classmates, that was a pretty strong, common feeling. I would guess it was probably like three quarters of the kids viewed life that way, at least. What was it like for your generation? Was it similar? Yeah, I I think it was similar. And I think that to grow up in Dora County, I mean, you you had a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. Like you knew this was a special place because people were telling you that every day. Like if you worked in a restaurant or one of the businesses, 
But at the same time, there was a little bit of, you know, FOMO or a little bit of like, you'd see these kids from Illinois and some of them were up there working or vacationing. And it seemed like there was this sort of other world out there. And in the 90s, it was a, it was a, a more challenging place. Like I said, the, there was always, you know, nightlife and stuff like that. But, you know, to go to a city where there were coffee shops and there were other young people. I mean, I think the other thing too, I mean, and I don't know if you had this experience, but certainly there's pros and cons to growing up in a small place. And, you know, I, I think to live in a place like Bailey's Harbor or to, to live in Northern Door County, it's almost like living on an island because you are bordered by the lake, right? Mm-hmm. Even though you can't technically drive and cross the bridge at Sturgeon Bay. So your classmates, you know, you've known them forever. Yeah. Anybody that you might date, you have dated. There's, <laughs> you know, all kinds of stories there. And everybody's, everybody's cousins, everybody, <laughs> yep. you know, and, and that's, that's what makes it special. I mean, that's, I think, really fondly of my elementary school days, my high school days. And it is absolutely wonderful to bump into somebody that I haven't seen in a while. It's almost like seeing a relative. I think we all had that common experience growing up there. I, mean, I, I attended Sister Bay School and that still existed in these tiny classes up on the hill there. You know, I, I was born in Milwaukee and just attended my first couple of years of school there. And then to come to Door County and see that contrast it, it was just incredible. But at the same time, like I said, it's, you, you sort of want to meet other young people mm-hmm. and, 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 and find other experiences. You wonder like what else is out there. So I think a lot of young people kind of left without, without hesitation because of that. And when I'm up there now, and I talk to, to young, young people to meet people who are in their twenties, who are so excited to be living there and to be starting their lives there. And I just have to to think that for a lot of us, we might see more opportunity, more of a future there than we did. <laughs> it's a long-winded no, answer it, there, I guess. But it, it is, but it's a it's a it's a long-winded thing. I mean, because it, it's a place that it's not that I hated growing up here or anything. It's just that all those things you talked about, you thought yeah, there's this other world that you were missing out on because you were so closed and you. You know, everyone was the same. You weren't, you went K through 12 in the same building. For you, your dad was a teacher at the school. For me, my dad was a bus driver and janitor at the school. You know, it was like, you're just in there all the time. And I I was the fifth one to come along. So I, you know, you're just like in that, that building for so long and in this community, but it's so much different now. And and the reason I kind of asked this is because when I talk to kids now, even as they're in school, I don't get that same vibe. I don't get that same feeling that they just want to be somewhere else. They want to go somewhere else. They all want to go to college. They all want to go get experiences. But so many of them that I talk to see themselves coming back here. They, mm. they want to be back here. And for most of my age group, a lot of my friends have made it back here, but it was something that they only kind of wanted to do once we hit our 40s and we mm-hmm. had kids. And then the county changed so much in the last 10 years. You started to see, you know, we're all off in cities in Boston, Chicago, all around the country. And now when we started coming home, it's like, oh, there's good restaurants here that are open all year that are comparable to the ones mm-hmm. in the city. There's bars doing things that are comparable to the city. There's the public amenities are just getting, we're getting better. And, you know, stores were staying open in the winter and the, the village wasn't completely dead. So I think so much changed in like a 10 year span that made it more attractive to a young family or, or a young person in their 20s. 
and even to the kids that are teenagers right now growing up, they're seeing a different version than I think what we saw when we were growing up. Absolutely. And, and I, I, I think too, you know, the way people sort of consume information has changed. And I, I think the borders for that have become less distinct. I mean, if I wanted to follow what was happening in the world, I'd be like trying to tune into WFRV, right? (laughs) I got like one TV station, you know, like. I was so jealous of my friends who had uh, ESPN and I was like, oh, I'm just getting whatever Larry, whatever two minutes of highlights Larry McCarron wants to put out. That's what I'm getting. I'm not even getting the score of the, the Bulls game or anything. And then my friends would come to school and they're like, oh, did you see what Michael Jordan did last night? I'm like, no. No, I didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So whether whether you follow sports or pop culture or whatever, you don't have to give that up like you did back in the day. Yeah. That also makes, I think, the world more fluid. I, I think young people are also moving to corners of Colorado and, you know, other places in the north or the west. I mean, so I think that kind of what we're seeing to our county probably has been mirrored by some of their areas that are beautiful and and suddenly are a little bit more livable now. Final question is, now that you are a a visitor of Tador County, what is your impression then of, and I think you've kind of answered this question a little bit through a lot of these things you've talked about, but when you come back here, I know there's always this push and pull for people of, oh, Door County is losing its charm or it's not what it once was. Where do you land on that when you come back up here? Well, first of all, I mean, I always kind of have to check myself a little bit because I'm not making a living in Dillard County. The decisions that are happening with development, they're not affecting, you know, my livelihood. And obviously I'm, you know, there's nostalgia, which is which is a good thing. I mean, it's good to to cherish a place and, and cherish its history, certainly. But um that said, it's it can be kind of shocking to, to see some things, how much things change. And mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a business or even just the you know, the landscape of the county is different. Things are more growing up. You know, again, even in twenty or thirty years. There are places where I know the curve of the road, but everything <laughs> looks different. Yeah. <laughs> right, almost definitely. Like, you know, I put my GPS on. So I, I think obviously the big challenge for a lot of the communities is kind of like preserving, you know, that essence of Door County, thinking about development, like how do we sort of preserve if people are thinking about Bailey's Harbor or thinking about Ephraim or Sister Bay or wherever, that they're thinking about, you know, how do, how do we sort of move this forward in a way we don't necessarily lose what's special, but also allow things to kind of, you know, progress forward. And, you know, it's it, Door County can't be a time capsule, nor should any place in the world. I mean, you have to, it's not colonial Williamsburg here. This is a, <laughs> this is a vibrant place and there's new, new things are good, but also just like I said, kind of making sure that, that you don't lose necessarily like the character of Door County. And also like the wild places. I mean, like the Ridge and Swale, wonderful documentary went went into this to great lengths detailing, you know, the the story of conservation and kind of looking forward to some of the new efforts that are afoot to protect what's there. And I I think that's important. And that's part of Bailey's Harbor story too, like the what's happened with the ridges, Mm -hmm. the conservation and the protection efforts there. I mean, it's it's a treasure and everyone benefits from some of the conservation mission that, that's there. And even the Nelson property, the old the old hardware store is, you know, mm-hmm. it, it. I hate seeing the hardware store not there. Like there's at least one time every week where I'm like, oh, I just need to grab something and it's not there. But it's, it's not there and it's been replaced by a great public space once it gets completed mm-hmm. and, and more access, you know. You like me, you know, we didn't grow up owning property on the water. So the more public mm-hmm. access there is to it, it's this great equalizer for people. 
Well, Ben, I, I, I really appreciate you dipping your toes back in Door County and, and writing for us every once in a while. And uh, hopefully we can get you a, a lineup of a bunch of projects for next year, too. Rope you in some more. But uh, thanks for taking the time and hopping on the podcast. I really appreciate the conversation. Yeah, thank you, Miles. And for those who are would like to check out the story, it will be online now. And uh, it was in our summer edition of Door County Living Magazine, The Rebirth of Bailey's Harbor. It's a great piece by Ben Jones. You'll be able to find it online when this podcast is out. Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. This podcast is produced by Miles Danhausen Jr. and edited by Rachel Lucas. If you want to help us continue to create more great episodes just like this one, visit our website at doorcountypulse.com.